0: Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast, we have another defeat to talk about and we're going to look ahead to a game against Plymouth Argyle as well. Joining me, Rory Fallow, to talk about this latest slice of misery, as always, is Matthew Keelan. Afternoon, how are we? I mean, broadly fine, Matthew. Thankfully we can go out to freezing cold, rain sodden beer gardens to drown our sorrows after a... Another defeat and failure to win for the seventh consecutive game, but football wise, not very good. I think it's fair to say, isn't it?
1: Yeah, um, very disappointing, isn't it? Not (laughs) even exciting, yeah. Bored (laughs) of it now,
0: like, yeah, like not really funny anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to try and find some humor in it. Um, joining us to find that humor as well. We've got a couple of wise men say regulars, first of all, Craig Clark.
2: Evening. I needn't uh, do a tribute to Matthew this time, obviously, because he is here. And despite his protestations that uh, it's not exciting or funny, he looked absolutely gleeful about Sunderland's (laughs) (laughs) seventh-game winless run. It is funny, really. You know, I just...
1: (laughs) Of course it is. don't don't fume directed in my direction again.
0: I just (laughs) want to point out there as well, Craig, you said evening, Matthew said afternoon.
2: He did Uh, say afternoon, and I was sort of... I was sort of accidentally but deliberately correcting him because there's no way five to six is the afternoon. Is five to uh, uh, Not I not, think that's, a,
0: not a, that's, not that's on the mate, border line,
1: yeah,
0: borderline that. Don't borderline right now, like. <laughs> I think five to six is the <laughs> afternoon. I think evening kicks okay. in at six. See,
1: yeah, that's I, you I told.
0: Evening services
1: on the metro kicking at six o'clock. So that's there you we told. go. There it is. But I wouldn't so, trust them, fuckers.
3: I was going to say, though, we meant to start a four. That's the problem.
0: The <laughs> <Hey! laughs> lovely bit of public transport-based humour there is Chris Yes, oh, Chris, we've not had you that's... on uh, the preview pod for ages. How's that's of I mean, nice, I've, isn't it?
3: I've literally used up <laughs> the only joke I've prepared, so it's going to be a long 45 minutes. So.
2: You prepared what? that? Oh, I know, that's oh, amazing. Oh, God. I, Incredible I, I, foresight.
3: I just had a feeling, you know, like... <laughs> Just, just like I had a feeling that um, everything would crumble to ruin for the FC. Oh, I didn't. Wow. I, I, thought <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we'd go unbeaten. Remember Same.
0: when, remember when yeah. that was a possibility that we could go unbeaten for the rest of the season? And now we've taken three points from our last 21, uh, 21 possible. It does feel like 21 games, actually, with an absolute rancid, pathetic, ponderous performance against Blackpool and... Where do we really start, lads? Um, I think is it a fair criticism to say that was that resembled Sunderland at its its very worst and most depressing, which is probably that Championship relegation season when like crowds were low, when we just had players you didn't really believe in, players who majority of which you knew weren't going to be here the following season. There's the odd little flash where you think you're maybe gonna get a goal where you do like create like a couple of chances, but then the opposition without even really trying. And yeah, let's be fair, it was a beauty of a goal, but they just don't need much to get through you as well. And when that first goal goes in, that's the game sewn up. And if you just knew we weren't gonna get back into it. And like I say, just pathetic, ponderous, you just expect it now after this run of games and it's just really grim. And, and and how do we get out of it as well? Can anyone see your way out of it? And am I being unfair with that comparison to the relegation season as well? No, I
1: I agree with you. Like I, I think I said this morning, and it might to be fair, it might have already been said in the chat, but every game is just the 2-0 defeat to Preston. <laughs> mm, but mm. every game is just like that. And it, the, the two games you've got coming up, you look at them and you go, um, right, well, you know, Northampton are probably already relegated, and Plymouth are now play for that. But we haven't beaten either of these teams in the no. previous two games we played. Like th- we we lost at home to Plymouth, and we drew in a game which it was the game just after we come back, wasn't it? After after we had the performance, yeah, so it was just
0: Christmas. before New Year, wasn't it? Between yeah, Year,
1: and, I, think. I mean, it was like that game was just a non-event. <laughs> like we just created nothing. Um, so, I just don't, for me, where does it turn
2: around? I, I don't know, because it just doesn't look like it's going to be this season. Well, there was a point where, obviously, where it looked like we're probably going to get into the kind of playoffs by default in a way. And I know mm-hmm. you might like contest that, Chris, because I think I said something similar last night and you were I've like, well, no. <laughs> I know. And I know what you mean. We have accumulated enough points. But what I meant by that was, it's not because we're having a particularly good season or anything. Obviously we're not, but other teams like Charlton and, and uh, Portsmouth have given us a bit of a free pass by also screwing up, especially Portsmouth and um, drawn with that rink in much the same way we did three, <laughs> three. Um, and then Charlton also blew it um, and drew last night as well, I think. So these teams have kind of in an ironic way, taken the pressure off the last two games, because if those results hadn't happened, We'd be scrambling around, potentially mm-hmm. needing results, and unthinkably be playing ourselves out of a playoff position. Which about a month or two ago, I mean, you couldn't have imagined it, could you?
3: Yeah, I mean, no, I, 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 I take your point. Like I'm getting in by default, and, that, and I think, I think underlying it is like a, it is a fair point, just from where we've been to like where we've ended up, sort of thing. I, I always thought on that run, we were kind of there was. There was a few games where we were a bit fortunate, um, but as was said at the time, like that's sometimes a sign of a good team, like not playing especially well and grinding out results and I don't, I don't know I don't think I mean I, I thought last night was insipid, I thought it was I just thought it was unbelievably dull um <laughs> the entire like the entire like they that they first half in.
0: is one of the worst first half yeah. football i've <sighs> ever watched in terms of quality oh, and how depressing it felt because it involved your team as well and the fact that we were fucking second best for it as well yes. oh
3: yeah they're totally it was off of offensively well, they, they changed formation as well didn't they they basically set up and came here basically to well to do exactly what they did which was sit tight and Either nick nick something from a mistake or a bit of a bit of a worldly like like it was in the end. But and I think that was the frustrating thing is from the start you could see they weren't particularly interested about pressing it too much. And we we just didn't have any answers. Like we didn't really we didn't really have any ideas. And um I think um that's that's the really worrying thing, and that we've just we look like we've just gone completely off the boil. Like I, I know we probably by the end run looking at the score and they they keep you made a few very good saves especially that one from um, from Mike's header but i don't know i don't think i think because i didn't think we were like amazing during that run i don't think like the performances have dropped off enormously i just feel like we've we've always been kind of don't think we were like this we, easy we are people, no, Chris? We, were, we, we are worse we're definitely worse but i don't think it's like I don't know. I, 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 I just I don't feel like we were as good as that run of form. I I, th-
1: I know what you mean. I, I think I think we were all saying it at the time when when we were on that good run that we're not playing well and, and winning and that's the sign of um, that's the sign of a team that you know could well get promoted and that's what's happened. We've seen it with Man United winning one nil against bad Premier League teams over the years. And but I think if it goes on for so long then it becomes a problem, doesn't it? And like that, that that's no longer a sign of, like, once them wins turn into draws, then that's a sign of just a, a bad team, <laughs> like a team that's not... I think them, them results in isolation and, you know, you might have a couple in a row in a busy month where you're not playing well and winning, but once it becomes four and five games in a row where you've managed to grind over the line, mm-hmm. I think I do know what you mean, and, like, obviously no one saw this coming, but when you look back at the performances... That we had, we weren't blowing teams away. Um,
3: I, I think, I think the point about maybe being like easier to beat, it, like that Rory just said there. I think that's probably the the most concern I'm around because I mean we've played Blackpool twice there, and I think I do I do think we're unfortunate in the first game, but it, it was a very it was all it was a tight game that was going to like hinge on a mistake, and I don't McGeady hit the. And, I'm sure we'll come on to like Adam McGeady and that but like McGeady hit the post but apart from that I was I just didn't feel like enough. no, no didn't already. and I just feel like I feel last night was another example of teams know how to defend against us like we're, we're very one dimensional we don't have a lot of variety and like like yeah like Charlie reich scored 30 goals this season and <clears throat> he's he's done amazingly well then, like he probably could have had a 31st last night if it wasn't for a great save but I just feel like we for all the, the manager, I mean, last night, did we work out that he had at least three formations in one well, game?
0: Well, that's it, Chris. You you mentioned we're one-dimensional. We don't really have a plan B, but our plan A, we're not even doing that at the moment. The best think- thing we do is get the ball wide to whoever it is, aiden McGealy, John Jones, Lyndon Gooch, put a good cross in for Charlie Wyke, and yeah, fair enough. We, we did that a couple of times last night when we changed the formation and we sh- and Wyke should have scored. But let's take this back a bit further. We didn't start with that system last night. We were really narrow. We didn't particularly start with it against that ring, but actually got a couple of goals from the wide areas against Wigan, even though we were crap in that game, we did initially start with a little bit of width. What do we get a goal from? A ball into the box from a very wide position from Aidan McGeady to Charlie Wyke. Even against Hull, a ball into the bottom. I know it wasn't Wyke and it wasn't McGeady, but that is clearly our strength. We have players who are good at it. And at this level, even the very best teams won't really particularly deal with it. But if he's playing this daft, narrow four, two, 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 two system, we're not going to make it any easier for ourselves. Then he's got to tinker with it. And then he tinkers with it again. Like Max Power played in about four different positions last night. That's not the sign of a confident manager. And we're going to like, we are probably going to be digging out Lee Johnson a lot on this podcast. And before anyone like fumes at us, this is not, well, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. This isn't me calling for Lee Johnson second, but he's got to take a lot of responsibility for this terrible run of form, just as much as he can take the credit for the good run of form. But this system that doesn't work for us, we were seeing this back in January and February and the constant tinkering. How can we have any faith in the manager that he knows what he's doing if he's doing things like that, which make it look like he is very uncertain of his own decisions?
2: Well, I think he does have several plans. I think that, you know, in the past, we have complained that we don't have plan Bs and stuff. The problem is, like you say, Rory, his plan A is an overthought mess. Mm -hmm. And then it's all well and good having a plan B or a plan C even, but they have to be coherent and I do have some sympathy for him in terms of, look, it's all come unstuck with the Sanderson inj- injury. In terms of defensive solidity, oh, 09, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me a bit of Johnny Evans and Nairon Nosworthy, and I think Sanderson was the kind of Evans to o oh, yeah, and Nosworthy and O9. Uh, and look, without him, it's it's crumbled because Bailey Wright is. Well, I'm just hoping it's down to a lack of fitness. But then again, you could say, when is the guy ever fully fit for any <laughs> sustained period of time? Um, so, you, But anyway, you can have some sympathy with the defensive situation, but you can't have sympathy with someone who goes from a back four to a back three mid-game, then moves Max Power from, now he's suddenly a third centre-back, into central midfield, but he's finding himself on the left wing. You've yeah. got Luke O9 who's wandering around in the opposition's final third, while playing as one of two centre backs at a point where you've got Rory, what is his name? Ross Stewart, not Rory Stewart. You wanted to call him Rory <laughs> yeah, Stewart. You've got the him politician on. doesn't <laughs> play for us. No, he, he might do a better job. <laughs> yeah. <he> <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> now, you, now you've got that similar sort of gangly vibe
0: to him as well, Rory
1: Absolutely. Stewart. Absolutely, well, actually, so hundred yeah, percent. Fair
2: enough. <laughs> but you've got him on, so you know you've got two strikers on. So I don't know why you've got all nine wandering around up there. It all just smacks, like you say, of desperation and cluelessness a man who has a, a, a so if you're winning or not doing as badly these changes can look inspired think about the crew game when we came back mm-hmm. from 2-0 down but when it's going against you and we looked so ponderous and so clueless for that first half it was so easy for blackpool to just pass the ball and keep possession and it i think it is a huge concern when you look at his pass record at other clubs you're hoping because he's got a better squad relative to the division and it is a lower division than the one he's been managing in that he would get it right. And exactly the same thing is happening that's happened at his previous clubs. I and think apparently that was
0: the
1: It's such a terrible time for it to happen as well. And I know like it's been done to death about like you need to hit the form at the right time for the playoffs. But like literally, this couldn't have come any... It couldn't have yeah. been any worse. Like, we've... <laughs> It's, we looked like you can. I agree, Craig. The injuries, you know, we can forgive. That's not his fault. And you, there is an element
2: of sympathy there, definitely. But
1: uh, well, I would few... just say
2: one thing he did, he did rush Tom Flanagan back for that he did. final. And no, he got he injured in the first half, a match that was against a lower league team. And let's be honest, yes, we all enjoyed winning it at the time. But if that has sacrificed the end of this season because Tom Flanagan's out, was it worth it? You can, they can have the pizza trophy, but I couldn't give a shit about it. When you get out of the league. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: and rushing him back could have cost us big time. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Matthew.
1: Continue. No, no, it's fine. No, you're right. No, I was gonna make like I was gonna point that like there are a lot of injuries that seem to be picking up, and mm. you wonder if you don't know is it is it a, a training thing? Is it because you do see that like Steve Bruce notoriously had mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. He still does at Newcastle. Like, yeah, he does now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but what you cut, co- like, there's a few times like these games are finished and we're chasing games, and you've got like Diamond and Maguire just unused on the bench. Mm-hmm. And you've got like last night, you've got like Max Power like wandering around on the left wing, and like 09 <laughs> just dossing about. And like, it's not like I feel so look, Power's had he's not been very good, but they and 09 hasn't, but you I have sympathy with them because 0-9's mm-hmm. an attacking midfielder, and yeah. Max Power is just being used like basically like like all purpose putty and just like
3: <laughs> just no, I think any I think that's fair,
1: like I, it's ridiculous I, like what the what he's doing he's the captain as well, and I know like we've said before how he'll play anywhere, and he's having him on the pitch is important and as the captain and stuff, but fuck me, give the lad a chance, like how he he, he played in about nine positions last night
3: i think I think like um, when I was talking about like a uh, plan b i think what i meant more was like a lack of an effective one basically because oh, everything yeah. we've we, uh-huh. mm-hmm. we just said there is true and he's trying all sorts of things but for me it's like i'm, I'm conscious here because like he was tinkering when we were winning so you don't want to be like just criticizing because it's not working but i think there's like there's an extreme level of it and last night felt like that last night just felt like like you know, it was almost as if he didn't even give things a chance. To kind of mm-hmm. yeah t- to to settle down and see what happens. And I just think and I, I just this I know like I couldn't understand last night why um the center half younger, I couldn't understand why why he wasn't even in the squad when we have got such a dearth of options at centre half and it has been a problem. And you're just looking and thinking, well, he came out at in his press conference and in like kind of mitigation for the run, amongst other things he said, um Players are like learning new positions and that, and you're like, well, is that not a little bit hypocritical when you're the one shoehorning them into places? Like, mm-hmm. like, like what you've just said there about power is absolutely background on. Like, how, how on earth could a could a player get comfortable in four different positions in inside ninety minutes? I, like, I just think it, it's th- there's tinkering and then there's like there's literally messing around with it to the extent that nobody knows what they're doing. Well, I think can we, it's can fine. we also sorry.
0: I think it's fine to tinker with personnel. We said the uh, you said actually, Craig, on the pod going back maybe about a month or so. The idea of a best eleven's is a very outdated thing, and you probably have sort of a 16, 17, 18, really, a quick 18. And but you have <laughs> but you have a system, don't you? And when you know, right, if that player needs to come out for injury suspension form or just for whatever reason, this player comes in and fills in and it's seamless. But this, where it's just tinkering with systems that aren't suited to the team, it almost has you like crying out for a bit of like Phil Parkinson rigidity, (laughs) doesn't it? Like to just be that little bit more rigid. It's like, can we, we had one manager who would never change anything at all. And now we've got a manager who's changing everything. everything. Can we just have
3: something like a little bit more in the middle of that, please? But the other, the other point as well is like, you, and I've, we've discussed this on the pod before, but like, I've never been like one of these ones screaming for Chris McGuire to be in the team and that. But surely, if if he's scratching around for a result, if he's like tinkering his work, how on earth can Chris McGuire not get off the bench? Like, I especially when the issue certainly last night was that we didn't have any variety going forward. Yeah. We didn't. We weren't like he. We've seen him. Look, he has he has bad days, but on his good day, he can unlock defenses in this league. He can he can link the play, and, he, and more importantly, he he can score himself, which is something we're really struggling with. Like there's only one who's generally like consistently score goals, and I just it that one feels as if. It's like a stubbornness thing, as if he's kind of set. Well, he brought him
0: on though against Hull, and we saw an impact. And then then we've not seen him for the last couple. And and like you're saying, Chris, he's not like I am. I'm a fan of him, but like you know, at the end of the season, I wouldn't be like renewing his contract or anything. But ten minutes to go, and you need someone to give you something a little bit different. I said this on the pod last week, but he gets into the spaces where defenders aren't expecting him and don't want him to be as well. He just pops up and gives you... When you look really ponderous and really insipid, he's a good option for that last 10, 15 minutes. He is. Like, Diamond, I don't think like perfect. And he's very young. It's totally different. But he's someone who will just get on the ball and run. So it's a totally different thing with Chris Maguire. And that game would have been way more suited last night to Maguire, personally, I think, anyway. And... How he's just sitting on the like if he wasn't in the squad at all, you kind of think, oh well, he's just not in his plans at all, and if there's a kid on there instead, you think, well, maybe that's you know that kind of makes sense, doesn't it, but constantly mm. on the bench and constantly never getting on, it's just bizarre, I think,
3: yeah, and I think like I, I'm glad you mentioned diamond there because um actually Graham's got a piece on the site about this today, which which is good, but and talking about like the young players like. When Johnson came mm. in, the idea was, look, he's going to he's gonna blood these youngsters. He's going to play them on that. And look, I'm not screaming for them to be playing every week. But I think it might be you who mentioned it yesterday, Craig. Like, like Dan, Dan Neal's dropped, dropped out completely. Uh, Young, younger isn't even in the squad. Diamond is, okay, like he's being sparingly used. And look, I'm not saying they should be playing every game and that, but it it's as if, I don't know, it's like there's this like halfway house that we're falling in. In, in its, in, and it's and and i i'm not really sure what what the aim is like, you get the sense he doesn't really trust them at the thick end of the season but it's like well if the alternative is to keep playing players out of position to keep moving people around mid-game so that there's no fluency like i'd rather I'd, I'd honestly rather he just gave them a go and stuck with it
2: i'm a bit confused by the whole younger thing i mean look the guy isn't that young in football in terms he's got very little senior football under his belt so i can understand the kind of reluctance to use him. But I also think if you're in a situation that we're in now where you've got at some times two central midfielders in a three-man central defence, you you can't get a game now. What's the point? They might as well terminate his contract. That's what it feels like. It just feels like when's when's he ever going to get a chance at Sunderland? Because let's not forget Lee Johnson came in and said, you know, my remit isn't just start my promotion, it's to win the league. Well, Mm -hmm. both of those things have gone. So... (laughs) He has to get us promoted, or he has hugely failed his own expectations, never mind ours as fans. And that, I think that's a big ask. I know there's people suggesting, well, if you go in in a bad run, you could claw yourself out of it and suddenly go in if you win the next two on a, on a, you know, a bit of a high. Um, but where's the evidence to suggest that? We've, we've fallen into this bad run. We didn't just start losing loads of games. We were drawn games that on the face of it were good draws and I will stand by drawing with teams like Peterborough as a good result. It becomes a bad run when you can't turn any of those draws into wins. Absolutely. And the, and so where's the evidence that we're, we're coming out of this when we're losing against the good teams and some bad ones and drawing with mediocre and bad teams? There's not something in this form that suggests to me that it's going to flip the script. It feels like they've, they've gone, the manager's gone a bit as well let's be honest as mm-hmm. he has done at other clubs and unless they can look at it I know it was different when Wickham went up because they got in a bit by accident and yeah. they had a long period off before they had to play the playoffs which we won't have but unless they can kind of just score mentally right that was that season the playoffs is its own entity and we're just going to come into it with a F5 reset I, I just don't see how we're going to going to do it
1: Ah uh, well, I, I agree with you. I don't. I can't. You look at like the body language and that of, of everybody, um, and like the the basic things that, that they're doing. Like they're just passing the ball out of play. Like they can't find yeah. each other mm-hmm. on the pitch, and it's just smacks of like a team that has just they've just sort of lost, just lost their way and lost, lost everything that was making that run happen. Everything has gone that like the solidity. Everything was based on like not conceding and being just solid and not spectacular, but we just grind teams down and we would just sort of strangle teams in the end yeah. and and just overpower them. And we're just the opposite is happening. We're just we're strangling ourselves because we're playing people in positions that they're not comfortable in. We're playing just all around bad footballers. And it's just for me. I hope I'm wrong again. I hope I'm wrong again because I I am quite often wrong and whatever. But I can't. I whoever we get in the playoffs will beat us over two legs.
0: Uh, yeah. I broadly agree at this point. But to kind of go back to what you were touching on as well, Craig, about like making that a different season in the playoffs. The what if you wanted to be ultra positive, there are some big characters in there and people with a lot of experience and a lot of leaders, Ledbetter, McGeady, even someone like Bailey Wright, to be honest, going Mm -hmm. off like what you hear. And, 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 you know, players who have had a good season, like Charlie White and like Luke 09 to an extent as well, who, you know, you can kind of envisage the cliched team meeting let's get it all out in the open <laughs> Do you know what i mean which usually worked for us in the premier League actually then we'd go on a daffer in a form and end, up, and end up staying up like but with with those type of characters you can maybe there is the possibility that you can turn that mentality around i suppose and but that's me being ultra positive i wouldn't put any money on that happening and <clears throat> let's talk about the new layer option here as well because this is a possibility and, and and actually I was I was going to say if we finish outside the playoffs but let's say actually we don't go up in the playoffs it's an, it's an, going to be an interesting situation for Lee Johnson isn't it and again I'm going to caveat this, I'm not saying like get rid of him if, if we don't go up, final on fumes or anything like that but if we don't go up in the playoffs he's kind of going to be a victim sort of, a victim of that good run in an odd way isn't he a victim of timing really because say we'd you know, struggled initially and then ended up in the playoffs with a bit of a surge right at the end and, and fell at that hurdle. You're thinking, well, obviously it was going to take him a while to get everything together. And, you know, he's suffering from the results in the season, but we got the playoffs in the end. And yeah, fair enough. We, we, we maybe weren't going to go up there. And, and maybe that was a bit of a big ask given what he inherited, etc., But because we went on such a good run where the expectations, and the expectations should always be high for Sunderland in League One, of course, but the expectations got raised. It was in our own hands to go up automatically, even after drawing against Peterborough. If we fall out of the playoffs... The Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. For a 10% discount, enter the code WMS10 at the checkout stage. While
2: you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast, presented by Rory Fallow and Matthew Keeling. For more information, search for From the Terraces on social media.
0: Or don't lose lose in the playoffs. The pressure's just on him so much for next season, and we saw what that did to Jack Ross. How does he claw that back? Because if you don't start, and, and again, I'm I'm looking ahead. We might still win the playoffs. Uh, of course, there's a long way to go, and people might say I'm being reactionary. But we you know, none of us are like journalists. None of us we're rational. We're, we're football fans. This, you know, yeah. we are reactionary by nature. We saw what that did to Jack Ross when he failed in the playoffs, and it, the pressure was on him immediately for that second season where if, you know, if you don't go up and you don't do well and you don't put a really, and I don't mean just winning like three or four games, I mean a fucking strong run of form because we, we beat Portsmouth early on, for example, in that in that second season down in League One under Jack Ross. But then, you know, we stumbled a bit, the Lincoln game and, and stuff like that, and that was the end for him. Johnson's going to need, we're going to need to come out flying. if he, You know, because he probably will retain the job, let's be honest, if we don't go up. Apparently that's the promises that have been made. But with fans back in the ground as well, next season, if we don't come out flying, you look at... And, and again, we're just coming be in this potential rigmarole of getting to October, the results aren't there, get rid of the manager again. And which... Are we going to go for the young and comer Are we going to go for the Phil Parkinson type? And it's just so fucking boring. at it's <laughs> point. as well. But when you, when you combine all, all that and not just getting out of the division, but the manner of not getting out of this division because... I always was kind of a gate, and I've said this on the pod loads. I know like regular listeners will be like fuming for repeating myself, but I was always against the whole bottling narrative. But this is beyond bottling. This is just sheer ineptitude. Everyone, players and management, just totally gone. And that's a lot to turn around when you then don't get out the division. And again, oh, I go yeah. back to it with fans in the ground. That expectation is going to be so, so big next season. And I wonder, does he realize how big that is? As well, he's managed very small clubs Oldham, Bristol City. Sorry, like I know Bristol City in the division above us now, there's not that level of expectation there, and that's a lot. And things next season, if after this bad run, if they aren't brilliant next season, if we are still in this league, it'll turn quickly. And you do feel from a bit because he is a bit of a victim of his own success by the (laughs) run being when it was. Because if it it was timed differently, you might feel well. It's going to be tough
2: for him to. I know that's a
0: long rambling point, but that's the short one.
2: I I, I would just one thing I would say is that Vic, I do understand what you mean, but he didn't start well. So this was sandwiched in the middle, the good run. Yes. And the second point would be his points per game is actually worse than Phil Parkinson. This is with the recall of our best player, Aidan McGeady, who didn't play under Parkinson, which was his own fault for not picking him, of course. So I'm not defending Parkinson for that. But that was the thing, wasn't it? Johnson's brought him back. And we're doing better. Well, actually, we're not. We're doing worse. If we kept Parkinson and Parkinson had continued to accumulate points at the same rate he had while he was here this season, we would actually be slightly better off. Now, there are obviously lots of other contextual factors, the defensive situation, blah, 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 that we've already talked about. However, this isn't just like you say, Rory. It isn't just a dip in form it's not like Portsmouth are only 17th in the form table they've only won one I think in the last six mm-hmm. they're not doing that great Blackpool have had two wins in the last six both against us but we're not even cl- we're bottom of the form <laughs> table bottom yeah. Yeah. Absol- we're it's, bottom of it that is absolutely tragic it's, horrendous. it's the worst
3: of form since Corbyn isn't it I think that was yeah. the start that went around last night yeah. I think uh, to be honest Rory, Like, I, I, think, I think I agree with what you're getting at Rory and I, and. I <sighs> It, it, I always thought when he took the job that despite like the surrounding like circumstances, if we didn't get promoted this season, he was always going to start next season on the back foot, just because we all agree and we always will agree, no matter what some people have tried to preach, the, the club shouldn't be in this division and fans won't stand for it as long as it is. Like in this division... Lose one game, people will be a bit pissed off. Lose the next one, and they'll be hell on. And, and it's because the weight of expectation is so great. And some people might argue that it shouldn't be. I, I, think it, I think in a way, it needs to be. We can't afford... I mean, I say we can't afford to get comfortable here. We, we might be four years in soon, but... <laughs>
0: yeah, we are comfortable think, now, really. really. You've redecorated all the rooms in the house by like this. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. I think... But I think this is this is the problem. I mean... <sighs> Given the circumstances he walked into, given the mess the club was in, given the fact that, look, I know we've talked about transfers and we will talking about it tonight as well, but I feel like that trans- that January transfer window was very much just scratching around, trying to get through. And I, and I think it's hard to attribute it too much to the new regime when half the people who were going to be in, in charge of that sort of activity in the future weren't even here then. Well. So, and I but there weren't. I mean, the, this head of recruitment only came in this officially came in this week, and, that, and I think the what I'm trying to get That's a problem is, in
2: itself, by the way, Chris. It, we're months into it now, and well, yeah, we are. But,
3: what, but people whichever have, division But pe- well, the, the thing is, people have notice periods, don't they? And we, all, we all know what, why this fucking takeover dragged on. And that and that, know, that, that is what's hampered us. No, but what I'm saying is, this is why with Johnson, I'm kind of like, there's a part of me which is, yeah, like. I, I, Especially the last seven games, like it's really, really good. Then there's another part where you're like, Well, maybe that that purple patch, that that was the outlier, and this is as good as we are at the minute. So let's give them the summer, let's have a clean oh, slate. Oh, yeah, but, of course. But mm-hmm. the but the problem is it's it's easy in theory to say, let's give them a clean slate. Like we've like you've just said there, or if I don't know, say we get the end of September and we're sat down in the eighth or something people aren't oh. going to look at it just for you but people aren't other people aren't going to look at it and go well we started afresh like like uh, actually jack ross got off to a good start but i think if jack ross had been down there at the start of that season especially with the the fielded or factor whatever it was built on people might have gone well look you know like we're in turmoil it's a bit of a shaky start but but so be it whereas johnson's been an, Will have been in the job since December. He's not going to get that leeway, and and I think, I I agree, Rory. I think like, that's going to be the big problem. And I, I would disagree, though. I think he probably does know that that expectation is going to be there. Whether he's whether he's good enough to cope with it or not, um, I don't know. We might well find out. But it'll be interesting because obviously the owner has. I think he's tried to head off this happening already when he said, "Look, like we've got a long-term plan. We need to stick with mm-hmm. it and that." But see, we are see, we are eighth, ninth, tenth, end of September. See, we haven't got. I'm not writing the playoffs off here, but just hypothetically, yeah. see, we are in that position. What do they do? Do they stick with it? Do they do they believe the plan? Have have they brought in? Have they brought in a bunch of young, hungry players in the summer who were going to take? That's the key, Chris. That's, That's the, the key. The
2: recruitment, because Positives? people are already saying. He needs a window, Johnson. People need to get into the head, by the way, I think that it's not really him who's going to be conducting the transfers. Um, So I've got, if the recruitment, you've just said, we've just got ahead of recruitment. We're going to have a load of players out of contract in literally two months. I think a lot of how this summer's recruitment goes is going to wrongly be blamed. If it's bad, blamed on him. And yeah. I think it's all, that all that. Well, he'll, he'll have a
0: part him. in it, though. I know like, we have a different system now, but it's not like he's going to be totally passive in the situation. And no, I course. think when people say he needs a window, I guess, you know, they do mean the wider the club. sort of, yeah, the club needs a window. I do agree team with that. I do agree with that. And he's good. And, you know, it's probably, you would think anyway, you would expect the most financially we're going to spend in a summer window Um you know, in the few regards what divisions what division we're in probably since the last season in the Premier League I know we haven't really spent much since then so it's, not, it's a bit of a low bar but if're we're, if we're still in league one it'll probably be the highest spend that we have down there and is the players out of contract thing a bit of a well not even a blessing in disguise to be honest is is it quite a convenient thing that we now can be like well sorry lads most years have failed here after, you know, three years or two years or a season, however, to get this club out this division and we've got investment after. now, we've got a proper recruitment team, we can get the type of players who hungry, younger, want to be here and, well, actually want to be here is maybe a bit harsh, but you you, you take my point to finally push us out this division and maybe go on a bit of a journey with us, do well for us in the championship, etc.
3: I think so. And I, th- I think, like, like, it shouldn't... I know, like, we we'll get accused of like arrogance and whatever else, but it, it shouldn't be this hard to get this football club out this fucking division. Oh, like sure. literally, like you look at look at some of the teams who've gone up. Like yeah. Hull, Hull came down last year, absolute shambles, won something like two games in the last twenty. Everybody wait a minute, to run is
2: that are you talking about Sunderland again or? Uh... Oh, no,
3: wait. <laughs> Every they they were they were and Everybody wanted the owner out. They wanted, they wanted the manager out, and they stuck with him. And look, well, like,
0: them have gone up and come back?
2: Yes, Ainsworth back.
3: Yes. Co- Coventry City, Coventry, an absolute. Don't even have a like, ground. while they're disaster. They do now. Be, no, but they're an absolute disaster behind the scenes. They get promoted <laughs> above us, and it's just, it's just uh, like like it's a shambolic,
0: can, chaotic league. And the best yeah. that we do is add to how shambolic and chaotic <laughs> it is. Like we and don't that, like and that's probably why we're still here. Like the, the league needs us to keep to keep it, to keep its reputation of being so hilarious because we give it a fresh injection of that.
3: That's a, that's the thing. I and mean, what you were saying earlier about like do they know the weight of expectation? Like it's not just Johnson who needs to, it's it's all of the new people like the, okay yeah, this, yeah, season, this, this season they get as close to as a free pass as they'll ever be offered. And let's be honest, a lot of a lot of people won't even won't even give that. And that's an expectation. Well, I don't think, I think they
2: should be given one to be honest. Like but that,
3: and that's fine. And I don't so I What
2: don't... are you saying there, Matthew? Um what are you saying? Are you saying a few P forty fives in the post?
1: Well <laughs> look <clears throat>
2: I think we've it's
1: been discussed at length. Um Johnson's na- the nature of his management follows him around. So He's had an indifferent season, really. We've had a good run and then a catastrophic run lately. So we don't go up. History suggests that's just going to happen again with his management. Now, I don't think they will sack him because they've appointed him knowing this. Like, surely they've done their research into him knowing what sort of manager he is. Like, I mean, we we were warned, not warned, but we, Bristol City fans did did make it abundantly clear what what he was like. Now, we need to, if we're going to, people are going on about a window and he needs a window and that's fine, but we need to win this league next season um, and I just, I, I, if we have a bad start, you're going to have to sack him and then that means we're on the back foot again, as you mm-hmm. said, Rory, like then we're scratching around in October for like whichever dickhead manager's free to cover manager
0: us. <laughs> like, so... Maybe this time we will get Gus Poyet. Well, oh, maybe
1: now is the time for Joe Royal. But no, I just... <laughs> yes. Now there is the is. time to choose Volvo. But we... we, I, I don't know, because if you don't... It, I just think that this is going to happen next season again. Like, we're going to have a run like this. And it's fine. Look, you're not going to win every game. But it suggests that next season we're going to lose five games in a row at some point and
0: if you do that you're not going to win the league it's totally fair because this is what has happened in this division like you're scarred by it as a supporter now aren't you like so I think it's totally fair to think that (laughs) I'm
1: not saying sack him I'm not I mean I can if you want but I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that I'm like but I, yeah, but I don't, I, I don't know. Like I honestly don't know what. Yeah. I, like what I wouldn't I'd
0: have any strong at this point. At this wouldn't point, and again, this might, certain, I, might, thing, I wouldn't care. I might feel nah. very differently. Yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say. I might feel very differently in three, four weeks' time, however long. But yeah, at the could minute we could still go up. Exactly like you that's said, what what you could, said Roy, yeah, That's the mad thing. But I just wouldn't have at the moment. At the moment, and you know, I might be wrong, and hopefully, I am. But at the moment I just wouldn't have any strong feelings either. I don't
3: i don't think i would have strong feelings about like kind of him personally going but i think i would be concerned that a few months after the ownership saying we need to stick yes, with this plan yeah. i think exactly. i think that would be the and this is obviously a hypothetical and I, I agree with you i don't i don't think the will and i don't i don't think they should i think i think it's really difficult to like say this but i, I think we kind of do need to whatever happens in this next couple of weeks we do need to give him as much of a clean, clean slate as we can. Yeah. Which, which Get some, some decent people,
0: midfielders yeah. as well, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. he, I, he, a, we, we've talked about the formation thing. He did say a week ago he wants to play 4-3-3. So him not playing that at the minute does
2: suggest why? he doesn't have faith <laughs> in, in, in the current but he, players. But he brought one of them in. I mean, Carl Winchester, I don't care what anyone says, the data yeah. points to you've managed him before and you've signed him. Oh yeah, dad, and he's choosing. Yeah, well of course. But again, you've I'm a lovely just- you got a lovely letter of recommendation from <laughs> Gary Johnson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would you love a lovely letter of recommendation from Gary Johnson from any but, Gary? But you absolutely. know, is Gary it is
2: yeah, Especially well. Gary,
0: absolutely. <laughs> well, ah, I mean, nothing all better. All On all Hilton, of Hilton
2: had a paper as well. Oh yes, please. Oh yeah,
0: but. You know, maybe because okay. of likes of Power and oh nine 9 having to fill in in defence, maybe that's led him and not playing four three three as much. Even so, I still would play a three of Ledbetter, Scone and Winchester, because even Scone isn't as bad in a three. He's not. He, he'll, no, he's better. He he's is. Better he's than much, he's much better. Like, I don't fully understand why he's play, not playing it now, but maybe it is just a case of I don't have faith in the ones because well, of the defensive I, injuries that's as well.
3: why... That's why what happens in the summer, like Craig had said about recruitment. That that's why that's the key. Like my um, my concern will be is if we don't go up, and then we start dishing our contract extensions to to a sizable yeah. portion of what we've already got.
1: Well, the frustration is that we we now if we don't go, we've got to build another squad for this division.
0: Like yeah. Is that yeah. the worst thing in the world, though? Like, no, it's with, not. But I, with, I
3: with a, a bit a, more money and with players, but I'd rather build comrade. one
1: for the championship, though. Oh, yeah, I don't know. you would. But when
3: least I look you've at got what a we base, say base. sorry so yeah, I was just going to say, on. at least in this division, you've got as bad as we have been. You know, you've got like a bit of a safety net kind of thing. Where, like in the in the championship, we know for a fact, no matter when we grow up, we're going to be fighting relegation. So I think. Th- there's God, there's that's an argument so Oh, that's funny, <laughs> Chris.
2: <for> <laughs> Do you know about that? We're not Chris, going up anyway, so it doesn't matter. Chris, the thing is, though, with the in, like with the new ownership and stuff, that's not necessarily true. I mean, there's obviously it's a huge jump, but if you look at how far Barnsley have gone by just staying up one season, even mm-hmm. Luton, and they're much smaller clubs with less yeah. resources. We in they're one season who could, only went up a few years yeah. ago, yeah. Like, but in what, the, what, the first no season
3: they were. That we're battling yes, against
2: it but, as we party. And my point would be that we're a bigger club than any of those, and therefore, with the new owner, could stave off the first season relegation battle. I suppose my, my thing would be I'm looking at who were signed in January, and I know we have were time constrained, but that we've put two players on two and a half year deals <laughs> who look indifferent in this level, let alone the whole aim in January when everyone came in was <clears> get out the division this year. That you know, win the league. That was all the aim. Why have they given these people two-and-a-half-year uh, deals? I'm bamboozled can... by the two-and-a-half-year deal,
1: especially for Ross Stewart. What was the plan <laughs> for him? Like, have gone up playing him
2: it. for two years in the championship? <laughs> he's a he's tried, absolutely appalling footballer. Well, this is the problem we've had loads of times. We're bringing in players. We needed players to come in and improve the team. Now, Jordan Jones did it for two-and-a-half games and then turned Ugh. into a dickhead. I mean, <laughs> what's happened to our wingers? That you know this system thing, this narrow thing. We've got thousands of wingers. They all look absolutely out of form, except McGeady maybe because he's just a touch of class. But the rest of them all nah, look
3: in bits. You see that? I think I don't think McGeady's been. He's certainly not been as good as he was during. The well, go- it's probably because he's playing all the he's playing, but he's playing, the, playing the wingers. Too games. But really? well, he's playing About too many uh, games. He's 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 thirty five year old, and we, like he's almost creative flair, and 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 that's the. <sighs>
0: Well, is that another I'm thing where you've maybe got a bit of sympathy? Is there a bit of burnout in the squad? There's the whole, well, you know, it got been, so many
3: wingers. It's, it's, it's been a in. more
0: concentrated season. It's I think McGeady in every single game, but, but like, you've had you've had Megidi only play a half of it. You've had the COVID thing, which has set us back, and and you know that'll have a knock-on effect as well. Like, is there something to say that run of form that was all we had left in us? Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not making excuses, but yes, he should be rotating more. Like, you don't... But you could but have... At the same time, he rotates too much. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, but it's but like a player like McGeady, who is, yeah. hasn't had a proper preseason yeah. Oh, yeah. as well. Yeah.
1: Like,
3: yeah. Yeah, I th- and this is another argument for why on earth is Maguire not getting a bit more game time. Exactly. Right? Yes. Absolutely. It, it's yeah. baffling. But I think with <laughs> McGeady, I mean, we've talked about it before, but I'd, I really do feel like... And I don't know if this is the manager or the players or like a mix of the two, but I, I do feel like too often when we're when we're up against it, the, the tactic is give it to him and see what he does. Like I mean there, there was mm. a there was a great there was a great like example of it last night where we, we had a free kick and we we took it short and Begini was like stood on the halfway line with two blokes around him and he ended up having to go ten yards backwards. <laughs> and it's like that's not his fault. And and no. I think sometimes it, it comes across as if you're criticizing him, and I'm I'm definitely not. The problem is if we're so reliant on him, teams teams know to to surround him just like you, you watch him yeah. there's times when he's got three people around him and we're still giving him the ball and I just think
2: you know what my favourite bit was though Chris when uh, Lee Birch went up for a corner and we played it short <laughs> that was just a glorious <laughs> and then put, on it, and
0: then put well, in a terrible scored. and then, <laughs> then we put in a terrible flat one after that as well we got yes. a second chance that and then did that and also
2: uh, Ethan Robson bossing the midfield he didn't really uh, boss the midfield but he was well, quite handy he had a chance he, he, should have have set, he should
3: have set one up at the end yeah. or yeah, just shoot himself Across like why didn't he just shoot? a shot have a shot he, yeah
2: he's, he's left totally foot and tried to use his right foot as well which was really weird, weird.
0: Um, I'm strange. like just a bit conscious that we've been going nearly 50 minutes and we haven't even talked about the Plymouth game <laughs> which <laughs> probably says everything yeah. but we <laughs> the, mentioned the us...
3: McFadden derby
0: well oh, yeah quite yes. is, is, there, is there any other played for both Sunland and Plymouth
3: Any anyone oh, no.
0: someone will tweet us in um, well we're bottom of the form table but they're 21st in the form table oh, so it's sure to be an absolute cracker of a game they've yeah. lost Lost four of their last five including that six-nil loss to Charlton, um the eighteenth in the league, but they do have a better home record than us. They're eighth in the home table, um, haven't taken thirty-seven points. We've only taken thirty-four at home, but a bit of balance. Eleventh right.
2: in the home table, eleventh. Yeah. But the Craig, toxic fans Craig, once again.
0: Yeah, well, but we are fourth best away from home, so this could Ooh, balance yeah. it out. At um, at home, home. I was going to say home park. Oh, oh, that's uh, right, isn't
1: it? For Plymouth Hurahan
0: Hurahan mm-hmm. played for Sunderland, Plymouth. Oh yes. Oh well, oh lovely bit of business. That nice. Match, yeah. Um well we we have to get back to winning ways because you know we do have to as much as the playoffs are going to be horrible and predictable <laughs> but we do need to try our best at least so we need to get a win here to secure our place and turn a bit of momentum around anyone see it lads
2: no well, <laughs> <laughs> what I would do straight off the bat is play 433 or if he's going to insist on playing this Team that he's putting out, he's done it before and it's looked all right. Just play the wingers as wingers, get them back out wide, stretch it, stretch it. That's yeah. how we look good. Then you give go yourself four a chance fucking to win. Two. Yeah, well, it's better than this other shit. So, yeah, I'm, if we go 4 3
0: 3, like you know, grind out, a, you, you should be able to just grind out a 2 0. Like <laughs> you should, you
3: should be able to. I think to. we'll, I think we'll, I think we'll win.
0: Oh, come on, then give us a prediction, then, Chris.
3: I think, um. I think we'll win one
0: 0 One nil, tight one nil. What about you, Matt? You said no, so what are you going to score? <laughs> Scoreline?
1: I think we'll lose two nil.
0: <laughs> you, to be fair, you've always said we'd lose against Plymouth yeah. so you have to stick yeah. to that. Uh, you're nothing yeah. but uh, if uh, consistent. <laughs> um, Craig, you sounded a, a bit, a little bit more confident than Matt, but maybe not as confident as Chris is. Uh, so are you going for a draw then, maybe?
2: Well, I was going to say, Matt, Rory, when we had our unbeaten. Charge to the title! <laughs> this was one of the games that had us down not to win, and now okay. considering oh, how God. badly <laughs> some of those other predictions have gone, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna stick with it and say we will draw the game, and it'll be back to our old friend one-one.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm fearing a draw as well, but two-two. I think we've had a few of them this season, so so why not that? Um, oh we'll see. Just a bit. Of, why like not just a... prediction the
2: best? I like, yeah, I like yeah, 2 0 be...
0: defeat. The reaction pods <laughs> easier to do when we
2: They're lose. They
1: better when we lose, Rory. I enjoy yeah, it. They,
0: yeah, they are. I mean, they, like <laughs> even, even this pod, like we've we've gone for nearly fifty minutes. You'd think like losing in league and being shit in league one would be boring now, but like we've just this is effortless. This is like sure if we were hard. winning, I just Very, I don't think I'd know what to do.
3: We're in our comfort zone here.
1: Well we yeah. are. I was maybe just like maybe if, we if need.
3: If we romp the league next season, we're fucked. We don't yeah, know. We'll really have no idea what to talk. Um,
2: before
1: and that, much rather have absolute disgraceful performances <laughs> to talk about.
2: <laughs> I hope we'll sign we sign
1: McFadden did... again in this. Well, given a new deal, he's so... one of the one I would be given a new deal to McFadden. Like, I think it's a for he me, obviously. Is it? Yeah. Um,
3: to be fair, Matt, we discussed this stud. last night. Like some of the <laughs> some of the some of the results only really hit home when you actually type them out yeah, and look at them. Hello, like Sunderland three, Ackland and Stanley three. We'll I liked it when we lost at home
1: see. to Football League stalwart uh, Milton Keynes Don's. That was my favourite. <laughs> mine was probably the twice to the Wigan. F- yeah, that was oh, f- actually f- that was my favourite. Losing tw- twice to Crisis Club Wigan Athletic. Yeah, that was my favourite. <laughs> we are that was absolutely glorious. pathetic, aren't we?
0: We are. Great And amazing. the mad thing is... Are we, it... actually? I've got this written down. Are we the Derby of League One? Because, you know, like, Maybe. Derby had a hilarious falling out of the playoffs, didn't they, where they looked like uh, they on for Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. And, like, I've taken the piss before saying how, like, Peterborough are the Derby of mm-hmm. League One, but they're, like, finally going to get out of it. But it's, it's like that Michelin Webb sketch of, like, are we the baddies, like... Are we the (laughs) Derby? Are we the Derby? Like, we are the one. We we keep, like, going going a bit, oh, there's, like, a different shambles. Give it a few years. We'll be in a relegation battle and have a, I don't know, maybe by then it'll be someone like Harry Kane as our manager, the former England striker. Just to marry yes. us, uh, uh, just to uh, mirror us completely. Oh, dear. Um, oh, before we go as well, the John Willis injury news as well. That's um oh, Terrible awful. news. Absolutely horrible for him. Another Shit. nine to 12 months. Um, weird way to announce his Conrad extension, like to be fair. Yeah, but like, do, fair, play it, fair play to the club for like, standing by him, and they said that like, right. like... rehab and stuff. That's a bit of fair play, but for like a player as well, who looks like he could play at a level above. It's going to be like basically like at the end of this. Well, like, he probably like, two, won't play for us again. Two, well, right. the, the the silver lining for him is he might do a Duncan Watmore and go to someone else and do really well yeah. for them and have a. Well, you well, know, well, well to be fair, fingers so like, crossed for you there, he he know, To
1: be fair, he might. You know, he's one of he is one of them that we thought might be able to step up. So you know, if he comes back, then. There might be a chance if we do get promoted, not this season. If we do go up next season, then, you know, maybe there is a, maybe you will one day play. Captain us, us again.
0: back into the Premier League. Why? Yes. Not? Let's go on a bit
2: of a con- Oh, I was, I was thinking there was a good feature in that, though. Like, how, what is the shittest player in the shittest way they can announce an extension? Mm. I, I mean, not for well, now, maybe. This might be for a future episode.
3: We've but, stopped and answered them. I mean, like, um, we've all been talking they about like players being out of contract like i mean it turns out i mean I don't, was that the announcement today or was that just like a throwaway comment i don't know it red no like, no it was, no like, it was the first i heard of it you yeah, know, know right. is what
2: i mean about weird re- announcements
3: like scone, scowan nobody knew how long he'd signed for and everyone said just was turned up for... he's yeah. still here maybe <laughs> he oh, like, oh, he oh, just maybe he just did the um, oh, the, sign, oh, the seinfeld
0: thing as well like when george quits his job and really regrets oh, it yeah so, then, 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 so he just turns up and said maybe scone's just done that to get <laughs> another scene. i, I guess, love yeah, scone love him <laughs> but
3: O'Neill, O'Neill, no. O'Neill was the same can you remember this t- like last yeah year yeah when we were all like oh god they need to get him tied down he's gonna be off and then he was playing again the the Extended his contract without anyone, if she, confirming it. So, who knows? I oh, like it. It's we're... very
2: mysterious. I think we could work some WWE style narratives Ooh. into this. I think that's what the club should but be just doing. Just bring them out uh, the
3: tunnel. Just, yeah. just yeah. like, half the the belt. Game. oh,
2: God, you could have like My <laughs> uh, God, money that's in Charlie likes music. <laughs> You could have a big like the ladders in the middle of the pitch, and like yeah. it's McFadzie and V for the final new contact, contract, even all Ooh. kinds of things.
0: Yeah, that would go a bit of money in the <laughs> bank going on, yes. Really. Right, I think we fully lost it now that we're talking about <laughs> that. So we <laughs> should probably get out of here. Sorry that this hasn't been much of a preview, pod, but what did you really expect? Uh, me and Matt will be back on Saturday after the game to react to the Plymouth 2-2 draw and or and or, <laughs> slash defeat, whichever ends up happening. And then you'll have Gareth and Stephen back on Monday to pour over that one in a bit more detail. But as ever, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>